Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. Spiritual fear is the fear of the unknown. It's a very debilitating enslavement of the mind. And the darkness that we have right now, even in Africa, mostly, developing wars, is mostly as a result of spiritual fear. And except there's a newness in the mind of our people, we're going to go through more generations that may even wind up destroying us. A spiritual fear of the unknown. I'm not talking about the physical fear. If you walk into this very place right now with a gun and point at me, I will run. I'm not a fool. God didn't say, stay there, shoot me because I know God. I, no, no, no. I'm tempting God. That's what the devil wanted Christ to do. Okay, if you say, son of God, why don't you jump from here? If you had done that, he would have obeyed the voice of the devil. And he didn't do it. A spiritual fear of the unknown. Now, some of you may not know the magnitude of what I'm talking about, but I think we all know here. Because this is something right now that has completely enveloped Nigeria, Ghana, Cameroon, and all the third world countries. If you go to Nigeria or Ghana or Cameroon, any of those places, let me put it this way. And maybe if you go into the Nigerian community here, the African community, listen to me. There may not be, I've gone for revivals. For three and a half years, I never rested one week in Nigeria. And I can tell you plainly that probably there was not even a single person that was born of God, born again. Even among our people here. Because, especially because of this. Number one enemy was love. They did not know what to do with love. It was something on the lip. Not in the heart. But the second one, just like Americans said, they said the greatest killer is this one, this one, is this one, is spiritual fear. So we're going to really take our time and treat spiritual fear of the mind, where the mind is all screwed up. I'm worried about all the things that you don't even know. All the spirits. My grandfather's spirit. My this, this, this. My no, what's the mermaid, whatever it is. Mami water or whatever they call it, the spirit and so on. Now you may say, because in Nigeria it was easy for them to say, some of them say, come on, you've been in America. I said, look, let me tell you, I've been a victim of evil and wickedness when I was in Nigeria. So I'm not saying here that this evil does not exist. Get, get that from me. But I'm, gonna, I'm coming right now. I'm not saying that. It does. There's witchcraft, real and unimagined. But more unimagined. Are you, are you following me right now? Listen to me. There are more unimagined. Because, you see, we talk about this. There was one time. And I was in Nigeria. You know what they told me? There was one rumor that came up in Nigeria. And I was watching some of these people, both pastors and all these people in the Pentecostal church. They were good. I said, are you people crazy? They said, no, no, God. It's happening in the next village. I said, which village? Oh, suddenly, a big mighty kite. You know kite in the air? Was beginning to just... Hijacking Nigerians all over in the, in the, the farm. And this was stuck everywhere. Was, there was a kite. Oh, before you look, people will be running. There was a kite flying that now had the magical power to hijack people from, from. 
and people who believe that, and women will not go into the farm alone anymore. I am trying to tell you something right now. Okay? Now, there's something you need to understand. A country or a people like us right here that are still in spiritual bondage can never mature and they can never move ahead. Whatever that controls your mind that adversely affects it or positively, one way or the other, controls and possesses you. I want to just get this you know, because this is going to be so spiritual and so revelation you will see by the time we finish this in three weeks. Hopefully three weeks, more, more than that, I don't know. Anything that controls you and then affects you, that thing owns you. Anything that controls you and affects you, that thing is your owner. Let me put it so raw. It's your owner, no matter whatever you try to do about it. So spiritual fear of the unknown, the imagination of things that you don't even know, and yet you cannot point them, and you cannot write them. Those things that have hindered us from the past, listen to me carefully. We profess to be born again, and everywhere in Nigeria and Ghana, and I'm talking about the ones I can just testify to you, and Cameroon and all that, every corner, there's so much of a proliferation of churches it would even shock you. One building may have about 10 churches all there. And you know the revelation thing about it. There was one time I went to go and preach in one church. Oh, no, no, no. I, see, when you talk about, uh, people talk, what is even love? They don't even know what they're talking about. I went to preach in this one church. And then the church, that's the next door to it. I said, this big band, a micro and everything the was blasting. I like to my sister, you know what I'm talking about, huh? Ba, 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 ba. And then, no concentration about the, the church next door. But yet, we are serving and calling upon the same God. And you say that there's something that is right about that. So when we say we are born again, and we are born of God, and yet we're in the bondage of spiritual fear. It is a lie. Because when we take it, let's take it that way. We say that all those who are born of God are what? Like God. And they're all new creatures, right? We're going to take our time about spiritual fear. Don't worry, because some of you, or just about all of you, you have the same problem, even here. The sadness of it is this. When actually those who are expected to be the gold have rusted. When the gold rusts, what then would happen to silver? And copper. No, you eventually we get to this point, I'm telling you. When gold will rust, okay, when the salt loses its taste, what is it good for them? If we who are in this community, Nigerian community right here, and the Ghanaian community and everything, African community, are still enslaved in our mind, in our mind. We still control almost like what is happening at home. Some of us are still sending money there, either to do deliverance or liberation, or to go and consult this one and consult that one back over there. Whenever they tell you send money, you send money. Most of you have been sending money to Western Union. In fact, sometimes half of it is just because of the fear that has killed you, and your people are taking advantage of it, and yet you are in America, the land of freedom and opportunity. 
because we are not free yet. Now, one who is afraid, if you are new, they said, all those in Christ, Second Chronicles, right? 5.17, all those in Christ, they have all become what? New creatures. Behold, all old things. God bless you, Felicia. All old things have passed away. Now, if the same old beliefs that what we are holding you and I captive are still holding us captive, and you say you are new and born again? No, I'm coming. But every single person in Nigeria is born again and Ghana. Do you know that? And they're all prophets. And they're all bishops and everything. But yet, no, they're all, they're all. Actually, in fact, some of them are right now, bishop, they don't want to hear the bishop. It's archbishop or, I wonder, I have not had some, some of them have not been talking about, uh, apostle. Yeah, yeah. With a, uh, with a knife and so on. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But well, anyway, let me, let me put it this way. If actually, listen to, you're actually there, and you are all children of God, all born of God, and I tell you that anyone who is born of God is a spirit of God. Because if you look at the Bible, John tells us this. John 3. Five and six. He said, he's not talking about those people who are born of blood and flesh, but those people who are born of spirit. Then he turned around and said that those who are born of spirit are what? God bless you. That those who are born of God are God. But if I'm born of the spirit of a living God, and yet, and so I'm new, and the old thing is still in my mind lingering and holding me captive, am I new? Am I born again? So how many of you are born again here? <laughs> don't, don't worry. Okay. That's a born. You're new. And yet you're worried about this spirit, this one, who did this to me? But one of them came to me and told me, said, well, oh God. You didn't know why I went to Nigeria. When they came to me, I said, pray for me. I want you to pray for me. What happened? He said, mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law said, what did he do to you? He took the child in her stomach. How can the mother-in-law took the child from your womb? He said, "Yes." How do you know? Because I know he's a witch. How do you know? No, I, see, this is uh, this is going to get really interesting. I'm telling you, I went through a lot. How do you know? It is the belief. Click there. That is why nobody dies for nothing back home. Somebody must have killed him or her. Because we're all in bondage of thinking that's the way it goes. But now, you see, one who is born of God and the Spirit of God, and yet is afraid of the unknown, what is that person telling you? All he's trying to tell you is that God is a liar. Oh, but that might sound so harsh. But you see, we, we are very quick to recite. If you look at what, uh, 1 John 4, 4, it said, it said what? It said, greater is he in me than that which is in the world. But then if we are afraid of that which is in the world, and yet we call ourselves the children of God, all we are saying is that that one that is outside is greater than us. Because you know why? The only one you are afraid of is the one that is greater than you. I, am, I, am I getting myself clear right now? So for somebody who is actually born of God and still afraid of the things, 
my understanding about the scriptures is that all things are subject to God. Is that true? Yes. Because God is a spirit. And God is the creator of all things and heaven and earth. And if you look at Jesus Christ, he said, everything of my father is subject to everything. Now, if God gave us the authority, even to cast out the devil, I know in Luke 10, what? Luke 10, 19. Mm -hmm. Behold, I give you the authority to tremble on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means what? Hurt you. And if you look at our, if you go and see where our people are dancing and moving, and my goodness, you see majestically everybody is dancing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And the very moment even a slightest wood, everybody runs. And they're afraid of. Let me tell you what I tell, I tell you about one woman. The woman saw me, I was driving. I'm going to give you all this thing so you know. Because I'm going to, this spiritual fear, we're going to deal with it. And God will help this group Amen. to begin from now, even back home, Amen. and begin to let people know. Yeah. You see, there's a woman at the, 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 the Church of God, the Sabbath. They've been there before I came out of this United States. Actually, according to her, born again and the spirit of living God. Every time I'm walking, you will see her every day. Ah, God is good. I'm. All of a sudden, she was coming back on Saturday. The day they're not supposed to really say hello or do anything to anybody. And so I was waving on me to, to stop. I stopped. What happened to you? Because somebody crossed the leg. You know, I don't know how you say it in English. He crossed his, his leg. Yes, I crossed his door. And the woman didn't want to enter. This is happening all over. And even, okay, let me tell, I'm telling you what I'm, I know what I'm talking about. Did not want to enter. And the woman was just saying, I should come and pray. Pray for what? He said, look at what they did here. They want me to die. I said, oh, so you wicked woman, you want me to die first? <laughs> no, because that's exactly what it is. You want me to die first? <laughs> and then I told her, said, you know what? He said, I'm not going to pray because that would be stupid of me. But I'll cross. You follow me and go to your room. And I told her about my, this young man who was related to me. And he said, related to me. He was just shivering. Sick. I, I look at him and he came after that. After the Bible told he said, Sir, I want you to pray for me. I said, For what? He said, Last night they sent it. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. They sent it. I said, How did they send it? He said, It came. <laughs> now, if they sent it, who sent it? He said, Oh, I don't know. They sent it. <laughs> what did they send? He said, the Last night about 12, the thing came. Bam. <laughs> I said, Okay. Then what happened? You know what I tell the guy did? He started feeling that way. And all of a sudden, he came out trying to see what was going on outside. And he opened the door. And he said, when he opened the door and the, the thing came woo, all over my body, and it became sick. I said, you stupid man. If when you open the door, wouldn't you expect the wind will come in? <laughs> I'm just giving you the truth about truth about everything. I'm just telling you. And then you see, then he said he saw where they sent it. Mm -hmm. Where they sent it? This shower chop. There was a shower chop and the bats were all over eating shower chop. And the stupid, my, my, my own relative went and carried the knife and he'd been born again for 20 something years. He went and carried the knife and cut down the poor tree. I said, You cut down the poor tree? That's why they sent it. He said, Yes. I said, and yet he didn't get well. He said, Yes. Then, when you, then why are you coming? To, if you cut the tree, it didn't get well. Why are you coming to me? 
There was no way I could get through there because you did, did. This is fear. No, you don't even know what I'm talking about. That has enveloped everywhere. Let me put it this way. We're going to start from almost 10 things I'm going to give you, but I don't know if I can give you all those things in sequence because this is going to take a few weeks. Whoever is spiritually fearful does not know his direction. He does not know where he is going. Let me put it in another common way. Whoever is spiritually fearful does not know where he is going. Now listen to me. From the onset, I want to make sure you understand that I'm not naive. Because this is the thing that people at home will easily accuse me. You've been in America for a long time, you're naive, you don't know what's going on here. Really? When I went to Yale for revival, I mean, the people who were asking me said, do you mean we should leave? Because for there, I think witchcraft is the order of the game over there. Everybody believing in something like that. And they said, you mean we should leave witchcraft, all of them, trying to kill all of us? I said, but they didn't kill you until I got here. <laughs> Why are they going to kill you now? Fear. But these people are people in a church that you can say, wow, so strong. What are those mega churches there? Look, there is evil. I saw it with my own eyes. There's also wickedness back home. And it has multiplied and gotten worse. But have you ever asked yourself why? But what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about that there's no devil, there's no evil, all those things. What I'm talking about is I'm talking to people who are the children of God. That's the difference. Who are in the church that's supposed to be the light and the salt? Jesus Christ said, when I am in the world, I am what? The light, the light of the world. Now, if the light has quenched, something is wrong. And that is why you have problems that we have right now. You don't even know the magnitude of the problem of darkness. So somebody who actually is spiritually fearful, is still worried about all those things going this and this, and the person does not know his direction. He's still in darkness. Read me First John, please, 5, 6 to 7. First John 1, please, 5 to 6. 5 to 6, sorry about that. First John 1, 5 to 6. Mm -hmm. This then is the message which we have heard of him. And mm -hmm. declare unto you that God is light. Yes. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not... And do not the what? The truth. The truth. If we say we have fellowship with God... And we still walk in the what? Dark. Try to understand what, what he's talking about there. Somebody who is spiritually fearful, is he not in darkness? And the darkness has blinded his own eyes. If we say we are walking in the light, but we are in what? In darkness. The truth is not in us. And who is the truth? God is not in us. I'm going to take this step by step. That's what number one I'm going to give you right now. Whoever is spiritually fearful, and I'm going to tell you how this thing started. I'm going to give you all the revelations and the mysteries that will surrender, will get you to understand this. And then hopefully that will set us free. Whoever is actually spiritually fearful is not free and can never be free. Because you see, when we read 2 Corinthians 3.17, what did it say? That this God is a spirit. And where the Spirit of God is, there is what? And freedom. 
That means that this person who is spiritually fearful is yet to be delivered from the bondage of Satan unto the what? The kingdom of light. That's what salvation is all about. Colossians, what? 113, please. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? In whom we have redemption through his blood. In whom we have redemption. He has delivered us and then translated us. Are you, are you, are you following me right now? And that's why if you, then if 2 Corinthians 3.17, it said God is spirit. And where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. There translates to us saying this. Where the spirit of God is not, there is no what? So now let me ask you this thing. If somebody is spiritually fearful then, is the Spirit of God there? No. It's a bondage. So the person does not know. That's why, if you look at Romans 8, 14, what is, he said, look, as many as are led by that Spirit, if that Spirit is not there, then the person doesn't. They are the children of God. And then in turning around, that's why he told us this. Mark what he said completely. In Romans 8, 9, he said, but whosoever does not have the spirit of God in him, the spirit of Jesus Christ in him, he is none of what? You see, there got to be, there is no way anybody can overcome, listen to me, anybody can overcome the spiritual fear, except you have a spiritual mind. That's why when I told you about somebody who is born of God, has about four characteristics, the spiritual heart, the spiritual mind, the spiritual body, and the new spirit. That's, if you look at the situation, this new spirit, no, sorry, the spiritual mind is the only thing that can take you away from walking in vanity. And it's only it's a spiritual mind. Read me Ephesians 4.17, please. Therefore, I say this and testify in the Lord that you no longer walk even as also the rest of the nations walk. Mm -hmm. In the vanity, of, the vanity their mind. of their mind. Whosoever is still has something to the vanity of his mind, which means problem. Because, you see, if you walk in the vanity of his mind, that means it's all... doesn't help. Now, a spiritual mind, read me 23, please. Verse 23 of the same... So that's a spiritual mind. That's why he told us that you will be renewed in the spirit of what? Because as long as the scripture said, he said, a carnal mind is what? The enmity with God. There got to be a spiritual mind because one cannot be spirit of God, born of God, and yet possess what? A carnal mind. Which means it's not true. You cannot be new. Half of you new, half is old. It cannot work. It is a total transformation and a new creature altogether going in. So that person who is actually spiritually fearful is not set free and cannot be free except that goes away from him. Now, another thing. Let's, let's go to another thing. Whosoever is spiritually fearful does not know God. Now, some of us right now think that that's becoming... Whosoever is spiritual, fearful, does not know who? God. You see, because if you look at 1 John, let's get 1 John 4, 18. 
What's John 4, 18, please? There is no fear in love, mm -hmm. but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has punishment, and the one fearing has not been perfected in love. Okay, the one fearing, where is Biola? The one fearing has not been perfected in God, right? Remember when I said that if you're not perfect in love, that you do not know who? God. God. Now, you see all this I'm talking about right now, because perfect love is God. How can you then say you know God, but you're not perfect in him, in the same love? That's why he told us, be you also perfect as your heavenly father is perfect in love. So he's saying there, whosoever is afraid is not perfect in love. But who is love? God, God is love. Whosoever is spiritually fearful is not perfect in God. That means the person doesn't know God. And the only way to know God is to love him and obey him. Are we, are we getting that clear right now? Now, there's one thing that's going to shock you, but I'm running on this so that we get into the meat of it. This is the meat of it. Get it right now. I don't know what time. Now, whosoever is spiritually fearful, listen now, is looked unto by God as a wicked person. There's something wrong. If you are spiritually fearful, that means you're not complete. Something is wrong. You're not perfect in love. You know why? He thinks he's a, a wicked person. I'm not saying that this person is evil or whatever. But there's something wrong with that person. Anybody who is not perfect in God, to God, is wicked. I, am, I, am I going too far? That's why he said he flees. Read me. Let's go. Proverbs 28.1, please. Because usually when you are afraid, you know what you do? When you are spiritually afraid, even your own shadow, your shadow will make you fear. Am I not right? Okay, read that. Let's go. There's nobody pursuing this man. You and I, we've been fleeing all our life, and no one is pursuing us, and we've been afraid. You see, the wicked flees when nobody pursuing him. I gave you that example last time. Like here in the United States, the, what they used to do. If they go and do like a you know, drug, uh, drug boss, I used to do, well, I used to defend some clients. They used to go and do drug boss and they told them, said, you see, this street is a dangerous street. There's some bad boys actually there. And they tell them, so what's the name? I don't want to tell you because if I tell you, they may kill me. The police say, well, we know how to tell ourselves. And they go there and pack their car, different years. And they'll be reading like newspaper. And they stay in the car, almost like four squad cars. What are they doing there? Nobody knew. If anybody will step out of his own house or that, that, this door and look there and see the police and run back, something is wrong with that person. <laughs> you better catch him. Then you have to explain to you. You see, the police couldn't stop you ordinarily. But when you are running, the police will stop you to explain, why are you running? If you are free, why are you fleeing? And that's what is happening in many things we are doing back home. Now, one other thing I need to tell you right here is whoever is spiritually fearful is dead already. Do you know that fear kills even before you die? Because whoever is fearful is not sure of himself. And the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy, what? 1 7. He said, What? He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what? And of sound mind. Oh, look at those people that have power 
and sound mind and all sorts of things and where it is. There's nothing. Because if actually I'm spiritually fearful, have I a sound mind? I don't have a sound mind. And if I don't have a sound mind, then I'm not... I'm, okay. There's something wrong, let me put it this way. That if I don't have a sound mind, definitely there's something wrong. Read me, Galatians 4, 9, please. But now, after that we have known God, mm -hmm. or rather are known of God, mm -hmm. how can we again to the and bodily elements, whereunto you desire again to be in bondage. Why uh, to desire to be in bondage? After you say you have known God, and it's unbelievable, that scripture, it's almost like, uh, or if you think you do, because that's what's going on. Because if you are still in bondage, you cannot be in bondage and still be in God. It's not possible. Because God is light, and God is liberty. God is freedom. If you're still in bondage and worried about that, and wasting all the money we do, and spending all the money, pursuing all those things that are pursuing us all over. There. Then we're giving credit that we're not free yet. And then I'm going to tell you another thing. And this is what God told me when I was going to Obinza. And I look at it and he told me, and it's, it's all correct. Whoever is spiritually fearful, believe the devil. The devil. You know, I was going to be from over there, and the Lord said, when you get there, ask them. Listen, when you get there, ask them. He said, I was in the car, and the Lord said, do you know that there are people who believe in the devil? Just about all of them. I said, they believe in the devil? God forbid. He said, no, no, God forbid what? Because they do. Whomever you believe in his works, that actually controls and rules you, you believe in him. Are you, are you following me right now? You believe in that person. Because over there, when you believe that this man is controlling me, that's what he said. What? Read, me, read me John 14, please, 11. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Mm -hmm. But if not, believe me because of the works themselves. Believe, because if you believe in a man's works, you are believing in him. That is why, before all this uh, number of computers we are seeing right now, before you mention computer, everybody says IBM. Mm -hmm. Because you believe. Back home, I was telling them an example. You know, when you mention, I bought my mother a, a bicycle. You know what everybody says? Rally? Because we believe in their works. Who you believe in, that's the one, actually. Because you believe in his works. You believe in him. One word or other, because of our spirit of unbelief. Let, let me put it this way right now. If God's saying, these are the things about my children, read me first Peter, please, 3 13. And who is the one harming you if you become imitators of the good? Mm -hmm. And who is it that will harm you yes. if you be followers of that which is good? If you are the followers of that which is good. So, if the, <laughs> who is he? It's almost the same thing we say all the time. If God is with me, what? Who can really be against me? But if we believe that, and we are still afraid, what are we saying? That God is not with me. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe that's not. Because God said, if you are with me, I'm with you. Maybe our problem is that that is not the situation right there. Are you following what I'm saying? Because if actually we're still spiritual afraid, after we had all we have had all these things and promises, 
Fear not. And that is why, let me tell you one thing. That is why each and every time, do you know one thing? Anytime spiritually fearful, you are giving credit to the devil. You are submitting to the devil. You know why? That is why God, each and every time that God will approach any human being, the first thing he will tell the person, fear not. Because the greatest weapon of the devil is fear. And once you succumb to it, and you think if you're afraid of the devil, that you're going to cast him away. Are you kidding? How are you going to use the weapon of the master and fight the master and win? It's not possible. You've got to get something that's greater than the master. And that is a sound mind, a mind free from worrying about this, 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 and that. A man not entangled in vanity, but that one which is renewed, always spiritual. A spiritual mind is also that one that is set on things that are above where Christ is and controls all things altogether. That is a spiritual mind, the mind of God. That's why he told us, when you have a spiritual mind, he said you have the mind of Christ. Read me 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 2, 16, please. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? Yes. But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. That's the same thing I'm talking about, that spiritual mind. We have now the mind of Christ. And therefore, we should also operate as Christ did. But then, to cut off, I'm not going to give you all the ten. How many did I give you here? Number five. Number five. We continue with that, but I just want six. I think you see. So we are trying to shortchange me. <laughs> six. Six. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, let's let's move on because that's not gonna. Oh, let's go on. Let's not gonna start. A spiritual. Let me tell you one thing. One who has the spirit of the spirit of Christ is the one who is risen with him. Whoever is spiritually fearful. Whoever is spiritual, remember I keep saying spiritually fearful. I'm not talking about the physical fear, please. Whoever is spiritually fearful, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ has always been in vain for that person. You see, I was going to Easter, I told you. You didn't get it? If one is spiritually fearful, the death and resurrection of Christ is all in vain for that person. I was going to church in Nigeria, as I told you, on an Easter Sunday. So after attending, I think I ministered in the morning in Akalinka Church, I was to go to that church <laughs> almost like two hours away in the afternoon. And I was going, I was so tired. I said, Lord, what, what am I going to tell this when I get there on Easter Sunday? He said, tell this church my resurrection was all in vain for them. And that was on Easter Sunday. I said, why? He said, well, how could it be? Because if you look at it, if you are still, listen to me carefully. If you are still fearful of death, listen, the resurrection of Christ was all in vain for you. If, you are, if the Spirit of God comes and takes its place and you have a spiritual mind, believe me, death means nothing to you anymore. And one thing I have to tell you this, when you get to that point, that's when you relax because nothing is going to happen to you except appointed time. When God is with you, the most important thing we don't understand that 
be with God the way he wants us to be with him. Then he said, my child, I'm with you. You walk, I'm with you. Then until my appointed time, anything can happen. That's why during the period of the time of Jesus Christ, any small thing he talked about, he said, look, my time has not even come. You know the time. Until that time has come, nothing will happen to you. And that's just the way it is. So you got a situation. Somebody who is spiritually fearful is not really yet risen from, you see, we are baptized, we died and baptized unto Christ. Is that, that's the scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Then if you are still fearful, you've not risen, you are still buried. Because you know why? If your fear remains, you are seen, it's still, there's something wrong. You know why? The wages of sin is what? Yeah. Death. Then if you are risen with him and you are fearful, You've not got it because he came to destroy the fear of what? Death. That's why the Bible said death has been swallowed by what? Only one person knew about two. But victory of what? Death has been swallowed up by victory of what? Of the resurrection of Christ. If death has been swallowed up, the, oh no, no. Read me John, please, 524. I tell you for certain that everyone who hears my message and has faith in the one who sent me mm -hmm. eternal life yes. and will never be condemned. Mm -hmm. They have already they have already gone from death to life. They have already listen listen to what you say. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe we don't believe him. Maybe we, we, because we're not doing exactly the way it is what to do. He said King James said this. He said the person has what? From death, death unto, life. unto life. If you are passed from death unto life, and you are still afraid of death, have you passed from death unto life? No. If you are actually the spirit of God, one with God, and you're still afraid of being dead, that's why. See, look at Paul. Paul said, "To die is what? Yes. To die is gain. If it happens now, because look, you're not going to do anything to Paul. You're not going to kill him. He was there until the time came. That's the way God is in every situation. And by the way." You know, you know what actually happened there? In Ahonda, I said, well, why are we so afraid? And the young man told me, he said, oh, God, that's because, well, we don't want the four things to come around. I said, no, that's not true. Why are we afraid? And I said, we're afraid because you want to die. They said, yes, we don't want to die. I said, wow, I already got a very wonderful news from God. Listen to me right now. They're all jumping. Hallelujah. I said, you're going to die. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you're going to die. So you better pick it up now and don't die before you die as a child of God. Be there. And he's telling me, he said, okay, but uh, this man who swore he was going to kill me, he said he was going to kill me. What would you want me to do? You keep talking about forgive and forgive and forgive. I said, sit down. He sat down. I said, let me ask you this, man. man. He said, yes. I said, since, how old are you? He said, about 50-something. I said, good. Since you've been born, and today 50-something years old, he said, yes. What have you done to keep yourself alive? He said, uh, oh, nothing. I said, if you haven't done anything to keep yourself alive all this along, now you are in the Lord. All of a sudden, that one who's been keeping you alive up to now, his hand is now shortened. He cannot deliver you. Because all you of little faith. Don't follow that word. So if you're afraid spiritually of death, it's all in vain. Because he came to destroy that. Read me Hebrews 2.15, please. And deliver them who through fear of death 
All the, I don't know if you want to read it. The, Christ came to deliver those who what? All their lifetime. All their life, like you and I. Remember, remember, all our lifetime have been subject to what? To bondage. To bondage. Now, we we'll continue with the other point there. But I want to make sure that we understand one thing right now. Let me disabuse everybody's mind right here. That actually, spiritual fear it is not inherited. It is not hereditary. Am I, am I telling you right now? It's not hereditary. It's an acquired thing that we pass from generation to generation. That is why when the Lord told me, I told you this one already. He told me, I said, no, our people are just like what? Rooster. The rooster comes in the morning and making all big noise. The big rooster, the king of the fowl. I've come out in the early morning. I am in charge here for all the female and everybody that run around here. All of a sudden, a small kite comes flying. My brother, the big rooster runs. Rooster has forgotten that it's now big and bigger than the cat, and the cat cannot carry rooster anymore. And that's what's going on. We are born again. We have the power of God. Everything, oh, no weapon. Yet. We are still afraid because our mother and our father all along a long time until we go to run. That's why the rooster around. No, because that's what I'm telling you. But right now, the rooster, unlike, unlike you, you're a human being. Christ came from heaven to say, my child, you are greater than this. Then why are we still not believing that? That's why we're different from the rooster. The stupid rooster does not know. There's a bigger than the kites even. <laughs> but it's afraid of the kites running all over the place. And the same thing is happening to us right now. Going in. It's not hereditary. That's why God is saying, tell the people no when I'm going there and no business. To raise me a generation of gods. A generation of God. G-O-D-S. I'm not talking about a capital G. Those people who are free from this bondage. And why? Let's give a, com a comparison. And I've given this here before. You look at our children who are born here. Mm -hmm. Or look at even Americans. How come the devil is over there? In Nigeria, in Ghana, in other places, but it's not here. How come, I mean, what are these? Do you know, I, let me tell you one thing, I'm not gonna, when I get to that, do you know that every single woman over there, mm -hmm. you go and let them pray for you. you I mean, there's a, 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 a spiritual husband locking around mm -hmm. their back. You know that? Mm -hmm. When are we going to really survive? If that's the case. Because that's the bondage and imprisonment that they put in there. And yet, the children we have here do not know what they're talking about. All they know is that the, the sky is the limit. If I get there, I'll get there. If they're moving on the road right now, and there's an obstacle, they come back and regroup, and they go back again. But our own, if we had an obstacle, then we want to go consult, you know, there are prophets, every, every, everybody who did it. We want to go consult, what happened to me? My goodness, what happened to you? You want to hear something? You're going to hear it. Mm -hmm. Your four forefathers have come and said, look, you know, this is not going to work. You know, that your uncle has, there's, there's one, there's one, let me tell you the one that, that was, he has, how, how did they say this? He tied me. Everybody's been tied up in Nigeria, you know that? Mm -hmm. Every single person is tied up. They tie my future. If you are a child of God, 
Who is he that can tie your future? I'm not talking about things that things that is that they don't happen. Please listen to me. I'm not saying they don't happen. But if I'm truly a child of God, giving to God everything about him, and he has the full ammo, the almighty God in front of me and behind me, then who can tie me? My future. And who then who has actually the number for my life? See, when you start thinking about that, I'm, don't get me wrong and say, maybe you think that, oh, this man said that. No, no, I know. I almost died when I was in Nigeria. Listen to me. But that did not take away the trust I had saying, Lord, if you showed me this ministry, say you're giving, that I should go and leave everything I'm doing and do it for that. I know nothing's going to happen to me. Whatever is going to happen. People were panicking and said, mm -mm. he has not showed me I'm dying. And he told me that, don't worry, I'm with you. You told me when I was in Holland, go, I'm with you. Then why wouldn't you be with you? Go to the village and be there. Village that before I thought everybody would kill me. But three and a half years, I operated from the village and nobody could ever, not even one pin. Because he said, go, I am with you. And that's the greatest assurance you can get from God. When he's with you, who can then be against you? So you got a situation where all that envelope, we're going in now. Do you know the kind of darkness that's in Nigeria now will shock you? But why, I may ask you? Do you know that even elementary school, I'm talking about Nigeria now, and it's happening here, all of, some of us here. Elementary school and high school kids, right now, in fact, even everything now they know more than anything else is witchcraft and wickedness and the devil coming this way and that. The little ones. Then where is our future? If these people cannot be told, look, this, this cannot take away your life or do anything of that nature. And they're all burdened. All of them now in high school, don't even talk about university, that's what. The slightest, even when I, you and I disagree on something now, they're running to see whom they will consult. You will discover that you want to consult. Because then what you're saying is, look, we don't believe this God when he's telling us. Then why are you running there? And every time you're clapping and jumping, in fact, you will just shake your hand like this as if the Spirit of God is shaking you. And it's yet, the kite comes, you run. If the Spirit of God is there, it will not happen that way. Now the situation is this. We're going to deal. When we come back again, to other points. And then we deal with any situation concerning who is actually destroying this vineyard of God. You know, when something happens, Happening, something is is actually contributing to it, and the situation about it right now. Do you know one thing? This is the sad part of it. Why is now in Nigeria, on Ghana and Cameroon, that darkness is worse than ever been? Mm -hmm. Oh, if you haven't been home, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about wickedness and evil and darkness and all sorts of things going on. Because you see, you got a situation, two things right now. You got a situation where, where the corruption, the corrupt mind, where the evil has passed from the street into the church, the nation is finished. Because where the moral standard, where the people who are supposed to encourage people and say, fear not, and are casting the fear into them. That's a problem right there. So that's why God is crying, say, who is this person destroying my vineyard? Now, we're not free. Those who are not actually the ministers, I'm not here bashing, no, God forbid. I don't bash anybody. But the truth is there that either we change or repent.
Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page or by sending an email to info at tmonline.org. Our web address is tmonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.